Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Relationship Zone, the podcast. It's your girl, Queenie Love, the host of the Relationship Zone, the podcast. Why am I pausing? Listen, I am so tired today. Today has been one of those days. But first, I want to know how you doing. How are you? How was your week, your weekend? What you got going on for the next week or the next weekend or the rest of this summer? What's happening in your world? How's everything going? Have you been anywhere fun? Are you planning to go anywhere fun? Anything new going on out there in relationship land? What's happening? Um, well, over here in my space, uh, I am still just enjoying this, this summer, still trying to have a great time. Um, I will tell you, today was a crazy day and it inspired me to record this uh, this session. Like, I, I, I've just, um, I realized today <laughs> that, that some days you have to be all right with being just okay. Can anyone relate to that? Not, you know, every, every day is not going to be a 10 out of 10. It, it just can't be, right? Um, probably if it was, I'd be scared about that. But yeah, it can be a 10 out of 10. And so today is one of those days I'm probably cruising at a nice five or six. I'm just okay. I feel good, but uh, I've had just one of those days where... It's, it's, it's like the older people used to say when we were young, honey, if it ain't one thing, it's another. And that's how I'm feeling today. If it ain't one thing, it's another. But um, anyway, in all of that, I yet found inspiration. Of course, y'all know me. So um, so talk to me. What's happening? I mean, what anything new? Uh, I see my folks in here looking at me, trying to bring me up to speed. I am not talking about news today. I'm sorry can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it today. So I came to the new studio. I think I shared it with you all. So I'm in a new studio here in my town. Um, we are now recording in an, in an official studio space. I'm excited. I, I also still will be recording some of my live podcasts from my home. Speaking of my home, I don't know how many of you live or still kind of cohabitate with your adult children, but my adult daughter uh, lives with me uh, in in my space. And, you know, there are some days, I don't mean to put all her business out in the streets, but there are some days I'm like, you need your own place. I, you need your own place. I have a carpet cleaning set up for tomorrow and I walk into my place and I told her, I shared where I asked her, hey, you got to pick up. Yeah, pick up after yourself, pick up everything off the floor because the carpet cleaners are coming in. They're going to do a cleaning around all the furniture, but you don't want to have shoes on the floor, whatever, right? So I walk up in my space, go up into her room just to check it. Yes, yeah, she grown, but it's, it's my carpet, right? I'm paying for all the rooms to get clean. I look into her space and I, t I could barely see the carpet for the stuff that she had on the floor. And, and I just closed the door. I was like, you know, this is a fight. 
that I, I, I don't have the energy for. So what I decided to do was simple. Your room is exempt from the cleaning. And when the next cleaning happens, because it's going to happen, you're paying for the whole house to get clean because you missed an opportunity. So, um, yeah, I was just frustrated. I was like, oh my gosh. But again, it's one of those days where you like, breathe, Q, breathe. It's okay not to be okay. I'm not okay with that, that, that floor that she had over there. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just kind of venting because it, it's, it just went with the theme of my day, you know? Um, and I just want to share this with you because I remember when I pulled into my garage, I was like, yeah, just sometimes you're just not going to be okay. And you need to be okay with it. You can't get stuck in, in the frustration of not being okay or you can't agonize over the fact that you've had a really crappy day you you kind of got to push through it and be like all right it is what it is here we are so let me just get kind of give you a little rundown of the series of crazy events um, that happened so my plant i think i might have shared that seven foot tall plant it breaks apart falls on the ground. I almost have a complete conniption whenever I come out the door and I see it on the ground. I had to cut it, had to, you know, try to salvage it and all that. Well, I separated it, set it outside, needed it to kind of get a little bit of air. It got a little weathered. It was super um, humid. And so <laughs> it just drooped really bad. I wound up having to leave it out way longer than I um, intended. Uh, storm came, all these things were happening. I'm rushing because I was still at camp. Rushing, trying to get back, <laughs> dragging in the top of the plant that I was initially propagating. It decides to fall over, my floor's all wet. When I tell you, <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is this is not happening today. Now, topping top on off, I, get a, I had to take one of my computers into the staples, the local staples. I bought it there a year ago. Now follow me, probably 13 months, right? It's probably like a 13 month old device. Purchase that, <clears throat> it starts acting crazy. I do a lot of my podcasts on it, so I know I need an external hard drive so I can load some things up there. But either way, I go up to the staples, drop it off. They hit me over the head with $300. This is the diagnostic test. You need to upgrade your McAfee, which will be expiring in about two weeks. Blah, 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 blah. All right. I leave out 300 bucks, leave the computer, walk away. And I'm thinking, I really just need an external hard drive because I know I don't have any viruses because I have all that stuff on the computer. Two days later, they call me, which is today. Oh, yeah. So um, your hard drive is crashing. What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. I feel you, I feel you. So I'm like, what do you mean my hard drive is crashing? This computer is less, it's like a year old. It's like, a, it's like 13 months old. What are you talking about? I bought it from here. What are you saying? Well, yeah. Um, so they give me all this, you know, computer jargon. They explain it to me. Well, you need to get a new hard drive and the hard drive must be a SDD, blah, 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 blah. I'm furious because I'm like, I just came in here and I told a young lady what I needed right? And she tells me I need something different. And I pay for it. Yeah, sure. I willingly pay for it because how am I supposed to know this? Then 
you now tell me that what I initially came for is actually what I needed. So I need to pay another couple hundred dollars to get what I initially. Oh, when I tell you, I was so livid. And I told them straight up, I'm learning now that I used to be such a people pleaser and I used to let things go like, all right, just I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. You know, my body is sensing all these emotions. I'm feeling it and I'm suppressing it. And, and, you know, I'm making everyone else comfortable while I'm super uncomfortable. I'm not speaking my mind. I'm not speaking my truth. I just want to say, okay, okay, whatever you charge me, that's what it's going to be. That's how I used to be, right? Just don't make any waves, right? Well, my the, the new me over the last couple of years is saying, no, you're going to speak your truth, right? Even if it makes someone's un someone else uncomfortable, I don't like ruining people's day, but guess what? This is, they're getting this, like I'm not going to hold it. So, so I went in there and I was like, listen, I feel like you screwed me. <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, I'm just telling you what I feel. I feel like you screwed me because I came in and I said this and that. And then you tell me something different. Get me to pay for one service. Then you come back to me and you validate what I said. You So why don't you just listen to me the first time based on the use of the computer and based on how old it is, which is or young it is. It's only a year. Anyway. End of the day, I finished, I said my spill, and I said, you know what? Tell me what I need. Tell me where I can get it. Because I didn't have it there. Tell me where I can get it. Now, I've been a loyal customer at Staples, but I feel like they, everyone is screwing us right now. It's like the things that would have cost me, let's say, $100 three years ago are now costing me $250 and it and I see it happening in every area of our life and I'm so frustrated by it and this was just another example and I'm like a year old computer and you're telling me there's nothing else wrong with it the hard drive is crashing why oh because of the type of hard drive it is and this doesn't always happen. You just so happen to have bought one that went bad. Now, mind you, it, 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 nothing covered it, right? Because it's a year old and they said after a year, you know, HP kind of, um, they wash their hands of it, blah, blah, blah. Of course they do, right? So I, I just I just felt so screwed. Now, again, some of you may be computer savvy and you know all the things and you could be a tech engineer on com with com for computers and you probably are like hey that's that's normal it depends on the type of drive or type of hard drive it is I, I'm a consumer I don't know that right I I'm not walking around with some tech head um I wish I could anyone want to sign up for that holler at your girl um yeah, so I'm just a consumer and the, I'm the end user who is asking the provider for the right guidance in my purchase. I'm going to give you this money. I just need you to show me the right product for the job that I needed to do. And that's how it was when I went in there, right? So I realized that staples sometimes hire 
people that don't know what the hell they're talking about. And others, they just hire to push sales and they still don't know what the hell they're talking about. And then they just read off of some, <coughs> excuse me, some diagnostic sheet, even though they don't know what the hell they're talking about. So anyway, so I go in there and I talk to the manager and I tell them what I feel or whatnot. Then I talk to the tech guy who explained it pretty well where I felt a little okay. But then he's like, yeah, you can go to Amazon. Long story short, I'm going to purchase the hard drive somewhere else because of my service warranty thingy that I have with Staples. They will put it in for free. But I was so mad and so angry and so stuck in that space. Like first the plant, now my computer, then my daughter and that damn floor. <laughs> And then I, I went to my home and I took a bath. And I remember I had this recording, so I had to shoot back out so I could get over here to the studio. And as I was sitting there, I was I was in my house and I was just saying, you know what? I'm not okay. Like, I'm frustrated today. I'm super frustrated. And I've had a great day overall. I had a wonderful, wonderful day. But in this moment, I'm sitting in all of this frustration that's been riding me throughout my day. But what can I do with it? I can't. First of all, it's not going to defeat me. But what can I do with it, right? Either I can sit with it, let it flow through me and out, or I can hold on to it and grip onto it and be high, highly stressed, probably start stress eating, maybe have a stress drink. Come on. It's not even worth it, right? But it's a lesson. It's a lesson. So when I was laying back in my bathtub, I just sit there and I said, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be able to feel all of this. All of it. Thank you. And there's nothing I can do about it. It is what it is. I will face tomorrow with a brand new attitude. And more hell is going to come because this is life. It comes. It comes. I don't think it's meant to stay with us, though. I think it just comes. And we build up these resilient muscles. We build up these confrontational muscles. We build up these pick it up, put it down muscles. And then we rest in it. We're like, okay, that's what it is. Because you got to be prepared. Because tomorrow, something else is hitting you. Something else is hitting you. We all have those things that really, you know, you know hit us really, really hard on the chin. We, we do sometimes knock us out. We got those things. And if you're listening, you have never had that. Keep on living. It's coming. It's coming because that's what life is about. Life challenges us. And when it challenges us, it leaves room for growth. And I'm telling you, I grew in a space where I could tell them how I felt, tell them what I expected, demand some type of answer until I was exhausted. <laughs> From hearing it, I wanted to understand. I needed to understand. Normally, I wouldn't do that. I just kind of be like, all right, whatever. Just stay calm, no problem. And then I get in my car and I'm pissed and I'm screaming, I'm yelling, right? No, growth has said, no, Queenie, you can speak your piece. It's okay. You are the consumer. You have a right to understand that you have a right to ask the right questions. You do. My dad, when he was living, he used to always be like, you need to take a man with you. You need to take a man. If you're going to go to get your car worked on, you need to take a man. If you're going to go buy anything, you need to take a man. 
And I grew up believing that. So let me, let me, let me say that. It has really taken me a very long time to not believe that I need to take a masculine energy with me when I am taking care of certain types of business. And when I came out of the staples, I start thinking, <clears throat> excuse me, like, who could I call? It was all men. Because it's my father's told me, right? And then I was like, no, 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 no. You handled it. You handled it. And you don't need anyone to validate you. You don't need to question. You don't need a second guess. You handled it. This was not right. You deserved answers. You needed to understand. Oh, and thank you for that coupon. Thank you for all these other things. Because I deserve that as a consumer, as a customer. And I didn't really need a man. And man, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're insignificant. I'm just saying that I needed to speak my piece because I've not been. So these stresses and pressure and incidents and situations, they cause us to grow. That's what life does. And I'm thankful for it. Perfect example of growth. And then I'm, I'm gonna be cutting this short because just because. <laughs> well, one, because, because my guy on the other side there that's always looking at me, want, he really wants me to get to a place where I am 25 minutes and under. So I am doing my best. I'm, I'm working on this. So you guys just work with me, okay? All right. So to my listeners, y'all work with me. All right. Y'all work with me. Because my, my folks over here, they, they, they got me. All right. So perfect example of life causing us to grow in places that we need growth. If we look close enough, we'll see where we still need to heal and we still need to grow. Life teaches us, right? Daily, it teaches us. So I was, as you know, I was at the camp working, um, volunteering uh, for two weeks this summer. So I was volunteering with one of the, I was sharing the cooking responsibilities, two or three different people at whatever given time during the two weeks. But one particular person I worked with, name was Twinkle Toes. And we worked together um, the last couple of days of the camp and um, he ran the kitchen so I was I was off for like two days from the camp because I um, have been working on shooting a documentary for uh, my job right so I had to take some days off in between and things like that so I was kind of dual hatter so I go back to the camp and um, put my bags in the cabin make my way to the kitchen and this was Twinkle Toes. He had two days left before he was going to be leaving. And then I was going to be left to um, be like the lead cook for like three days before the camp ended. So, so I go and I walk into the kitchen and it was chaotic. Now, anyone that knows me knows that a kitchen for me is like my space, like my calm space, my, my, my sanctuary um, anything in the house can be dirty except the kitchen for me, right? And if the kitchen's cluttered, I, 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 it's like it's like I can feel it in my body. Now I don't know, I don't, you know, it wasn't like as a kid I was punished and said, you know, go do the dishes and then leave. You know, it wasn't like that. So I'm not really sure where this comes from, but a kitchen, a clean, neat kitchen, I don't care how big or how small it is, I don't care if it's you know commercial or residential. A kitchen should be organized, right? 
So I'm walking to this kitchen. I left the kitchen um, a couple of days before, prior, um, clean, organized, everything is in its rightful place. And this is a large commercial kitchen. So, so imagine that. Large commercial kitchen in the middle of the woods. I walk in. It's hot as hell. And then the kitchen is in disarray. And the stove, because these are big stoves, big, big stoves, big oven. We have one, two, three, one, two, three, four ovens. Um, it's all it's all gas. It's like two, four, six, eight burners, and it's a really, really big um um, I guess it would be a grill, a griddle grill. I don't know the right name. So anyone that's a chef, you can correct me. But it's that space. So it's one of those big kind of industrial or commercial, whatever. This thing has so much buildup on it. Now, now, mind you, it wasn't that way when I when I first started two weeks prior to. But when I came back, it was a complete mess. So Twinkle Toe and I, we up in there working. Twinkle Toe is like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been cleaning and this and blah and blah. And he moves really slow. So mind you, I think I might have shared with you the Twinkle Toe story before. He and I was in the water and we both got leeches, right? <laughs> so fast forward, I'm back with Twinkle Toe again. Walk up in there. And I could feel it in my body when I saw the the the, the kitchen. I was I became instantly under stress. Like, and I was in my head already organizing. Like in my head organizing everything that was out of place. I'd already figured out a strategy, but I also had to cook dinner. I was backup prep, and he was he he's an older person, and he goes a bit slower than I do. And and in addition to that. He likes to take breaks in between. I'm more of a, I'm, I'm like a workhorse. Like I'm, I'm popping. That's how I was when I was a hairstylist. I'm still the same way. But I also like to kick back. But when I'm like, when I have like production work, I got to get all this stuff done and popping. When I tell you, it took me all of that day to get that kitchen reorganized, everything clean, the the stove everything spotless and he walked up to me he was like you know just so you know philly i scrubbed that stove and i was like yeah yeah but look at this right here right i got my lemon juice i got the stove on high i got the water i you know i'm doing the whole thing this is now my i've never been a cook in in a in a like a restaurant but i've always cooked for i always love cooking for my family but i've always cooked for those that are experiencing homelessness or you know whatever right i just I kind of have this in this this instinct of cooking and, and prepping and I don't know it I, I don't know but anyway I just dive right in it would seem natural right I'll tell y'all something about that too because there was this whole um, racial <laughs> dynamic thing that kind of popped up and made me feel some kind of way but I, I'll hit y'all with that at a later date so anyway so now so I'm looking at him and he's steady telling me like yeah I cleaned it and I said hey no problem. Because I'm looking at it, right? It's a bunch of stuff on the stove. And he's telling me, like, I scrubbed it hard. And I start feeling like it always has to be the person of color that's up in here scrubbing and scrubbing, getting it spotless. And you think, okay, I'm going to stop. All right. Okay. Okay. I stop. I stop. I stop. I stop. I stop. I stop. All right. Y'all know what I'm saying, right? So I'm frustrated. But, you know, I'm still smiling. I'm at peace because, you know, we're around kids. So the next day I come in organize everything again now again we got all this imagine it stainless steel everywhere 
we got racks and racks for plates and this and that. So I'm reorganizing it all because none of that was in order when I came. So last day, Slinka told us there, he looked at me, he says, you know, Philly, I appreciate how organized you are. And he said, I'm looking over here. He said, this makes it so much easier to serve the food and to find things. I don't even feel pressure. I don't even feel the stress. I said, you know, I said, it looks really good over there. He says, oh my God. He said, thank you so much. That is so big coming from you. And <laughs> so I'm just still rolling through, rolling through, rolling through. So right before he gets ready to leave, he's asking, will I take a picture? I said, sure, I take this picture. And then he says, will I take a picture with him? I said, sure, we do that. He said, can we take a picture of how organized it is? So he does this whole picture collage of how organized it is. And then he, then we walk away and I'm over there doing my thing. And he comes back to me. He said, I want to thank you for, um, for challenging me. He said, because... First, I felt some kind of way about it. I was feeling, he said, but then I knew that's the place that I need to work on. That's the place I need to heal. Because you weren't wrong in what you were saying and not even how you were saying it. I see what you were trying to accomplish. And I'm looking around this kitchen. And it was not this way for the last few days. But this feels really good. So I, I appreciate you challenge me because it causes me to grow. And before he could even finish, I said, you know what, Twinkle Tell? Mm, thank you. I said, thank you because I was feeling some type of way too. And if I'm being honest, this has caused me to work on my patience. Understanding that we move differently. We, we move differently. We're here for different reasons. We're volunteering. Nobody's paying us. We don't get an A <laughs> for showing up. No, nobody's getting, you know, it's internal why we're doing this, why we are doing it. Anyone could have volunteered. We sought out this camp to volunteer our time with perfect strangers to work no matter where they was going to put us we were going to do the work. And here I was being impatient, think like I'm at home. I want things to be this way or that way or this or that. And then I'm looking at him like, first of all, he's like probably 60 some years old. 60 something, I'm sure, maybe 70. He's manning the kitchen the best way he can, doing what he think is right, doing what he know, but still willing and open to learning and still open to correction, still open to leading, still open to suggestions and suggesting. And I get the privilege of sharing space with this man, showing him something new. He's, again, he was old enough to be my father. I think he said his daughter was like 35. I'm not much older. He had her late, he said. So I told him, I appreciate you. It, 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 it's Life causes us, gives us challenges that forces us to grow. And I know I need to work on my patience. I know I need to work on, you know, not expecting people to do things the way I do them because I move so fast. I have to work on that. 
And I kept stepping back and saying, you know what? I don't need to push him to do more or work faster. I'm, it's no competition. I have to work at the pace that makes sense for me. And I have to do things, set up things the way I need them because he's leaving. He's like, he can work in the chaos. But I was going to be there for three more days, I think it was, by myself. And so what I should have been focusing on, and what I did ultimately start focusing on, was a system that was going to work for me once he left. It was so rewarding to have that mature conversation of gratitude with him. And to just tell him, I appreciate it too. I'm thankful. It challenged me. And then we, I went one step further. Twinka told, if I did offend you, I apologize. He said, no, you didn't. You didn't offend me. You didn't. I just realized that I was doing things the way I was doing them. Because when I walked in, he said, it was chaotic. See, because he came a day that I wasn't there. So I don't know what was going on that day. So he just, he came in and stayed in the chaos. He just kept the chaos going. <laughs> so, and then when I come and I show him a more organized way to do it, he was appreciative, although it was on his last day. He was so happy to spend his last day with us organized and breathing and able to, you know, just know exactly where all the utensils were and the spoons and the, you know, and the, the serving spoons and where the plates were at. He was just happy. <laughs> oh man, life is funny. You got to look at the lessons. And I walked away with such a smile and the very next day, um, one of the uh, camp founders, she said, Philly, we have a lot of similarities. I said, what do you mean? She looked around the kitchen. She says, every time I walk in here, I am like, yes, I like this. Yes, thank you. Yes, I like this. Uh, and I told her, I said, I have such a fast-paced life on a regular. I'm multitasking, I'm juggling, I'm doing all these things. I'm here to contribute. I'm here to offer my service and myself. And I know that we adults are influencing the youth that are watching us. I do not want them coming in here, seeing me in chaos, seeing this kitchen in chaos. I don't, I don't want that. I want them to see order and organization. I want them to see that this, that this is, this is how we're serving them. We're not, we're serving you this way. The highest level that we can possibly offer them in a, in the woods, in a cabin, you know, this is what we're doing and I'm part of that. And so, yeah, I take pride in what I'm doing. And, and I tell it, I said, furthermore, the kitchen for me is like one of those pet peeves. <laughs> so genius that you put me in the kitchen, even though you did not know where my strengths were going to lie certainly running the kitchen and running the culinary program for these youth worked perfectly for me um and so anyway so she and i we just agreed that yes this kitchen is so important and things should be where they need to be and blah 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 and everything has a place and and i just giggled because i told her i said yeah i said i know i made twinkle toe i know i made him pick up 
pace a little bit and she just giggled. She was like, he was great and you, you both were great. And I said, yeah, I think so too. And I missed him. I missed, I missed him. So sharing the story because growth happens. Growth is important. Life, uh, life challenges us to grow. That plant, it challenged me to grow and to listen to the signs and watch the signs and, and, and pay attention and, and make the move before I'm forced into crisis. I shared that, I shared it several times. And that's the lesson is push me to, to meet certain things head on, certain things head on. That staple situation with my computer, come on now. I could have walked out of there or paid more money or did this or whatever. But instead, I got my answers because I, I let them know what I was feeling. I'm frustrated and I need you to hear me as the consumer. I could have been in my car mad at bringing that home. No, my daughter and that carpet in her room, which, by the way, my carpet is pristine right now. But anyway, <laughs> but that carpet in that bedroom, I'm like, no, I need this to be done. I need it to be taken care of. I picked everything else up all over the house, put all the chairs up on the tables, everything up, carpet's ready, ready. That room, I left it. It's not, it's not my battle. It's not my battle. And then lastly, the lesson that I learned in that camp, I learned so many lessons in that camp, but that one exchange over the organization in the kitchen between someone in her 40s and a person that's probably almost 70. How we do things is different, but we have the same end goal in mind same end goal in mind, servitude, giving of ourselves and being open to the possibilities of change and growth, ever evolving. It was a beautiful dance between Twinkleto and I. Beautiful exchange. I'll never forget him. As a matter of fact, I'm actually volunteering with him this time next year. We've already committed to it if, if everything stays the same. We're going to see each other again. This is what life is like. It's beautiful if we look at it through a different lens. All right, Sugar Queen of Love, I went over and it's funny because although they wanted me to wrap it up, they have been captivated by me sharing the story of Twinkle. <laughs> Twinkle toe, thank you for the clap. But twinkle toe, I definitely just had to share that. So listen, this is your girl, Queenie Love, the host of the Relationship Zone, where I talk about love, life, and all things relationships. And I'm just bringing you podcasts every week. Whatever it is, whatever's on my heart, whatever's on my mind, whatever you may write in about, whatever conversations we may share, and you say air, this is what I'm doing. I feel renewed. I feel, re I feel fresh. I feel better. I feel better doing this thing this time around. I don't feel forced. So you may get some good stuff from me, or you just may get some stuff. It just depends on what's on my heart. But either way, I appreciate you rocking with me. I know I went over. I know I did. And I can't even apologize for it. 
that was just something I felt like I needed to share. And I hope that, I hope that you got something from it. Follow me. Follow me, follow me, follow me, if you wish. I'm on TikTok. Still not back on Instagram. Still not back on Facebook. Haven't really posted anything on YouTube. Think I'm just enjoying talking to you. Talking to you, just sharing my day. So follow me if you want. Catch me on TikTok. Catch me on Twitter every now and again. I'll toss something out there. I'd rather you just be right here with me, though. Right here. Right here. Bringing your heart just a little closer to me. So, I'm going to get out of here. It's been great. I will see you this time next week. And don't you forget it. I love you. No matter where you are. Have a good night, everyone.